When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. College football rankings. Uh-oh. This is the Rich Eisen Show. With guest host, Susie Schuster. Let me break it down. College football rankings. It's all cheese. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And they put Ohio State over Michigan. You know, I guess because they see something. But fine, go for it. Today's guests. Commander's head coach, Ron Rivera. 49ers defensive end, Nick Bosa. Host of the Dan Patrick Show, Dan Patrick. Emmy Award winning host, Stephen Colbert. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Susie Schuster. Hey, I have an Emmy, too. I'm just saying, Stephen Colbert, Susie Schuster, it's really the same conversation. Hi, everybody. I'm in today for Rich Eisen, my husband, who's a little under the weather. I knew it. I knew it. TJ Jefferson, Jay Felly, Chris Brockman, by the way, somewhere should be here shortly. I'm kind of waiting. He's expanding brand awareness. Is that what what he's he's doing? doing. Yes. If he's not walking in with a hot Starbucks, he might as well just not come at all. Do you know what I mean? You know Brockman. He's not going to bring you a Starbucks. He doesn't bring me anything. Just eliminate that thought from your mind. Yeah. He doesn't bring me anything. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Breaking news. Oh, here it comes. Best dad ever. Get that out of here. Okay, he's in bed. Munich kicked his men, butt, huh? Men, men, men. You guys just take it. It's a lot harder for you, jet lag. I said, go for a jog. But he didn't listen. Hold on. Here's my sign. Hold on. Rich Eisen. Oh, that's Susie Eisen. That's right, Charles. You know it. Ooh, Charles in the news this week. We'll talk about that a Best little. Had a little bit of criticism bit. for the Nets. Hold on. Hold on. Best mom ever yeah, this hit that way. Center, How's that? No, that, that yo, boom, kaboom. Hi, hi Roku. Hi, Roku. Happy to be with you guys. Yeah, a little pomp and circumstance. Say hi to all of you on Roku out there. I've missed being with you. And uh, yeah, you know, it was uh, one of those nights, TJ. It was one yeah. of those nights where, you one know, those, Rich got back. One, one of those, of those crazy those nights. Crazy, crazy nights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we can sing if you want. We can, this is an off-the-rails edition of the Rich Eisen hey. Show. Usually, I take the time, I prep, I get to like... You bring liquor? Take the day off, I bring some booze, I sleep. <laughs> and so, yeah, around, Rich got back from Munich, and, you know, it's like, it's kind of like that whole... My husband never has a second cup of coffee at home from airplane, right? I had this feeling, Jay, I had a feeling that he wasn't feeling great. Yeah, and tell. you know everything's going around, and la- he just looked—he looked like um, what was the old like Looney Tunes, like the Hang Dog? Remember the remember the old dog? Oh, that uh, would, come yes. on, think uh, Droopy. Was so, it? so Rich would know this because he has so saying? much useless information. But you guys remember right, those droopy. of us droopy. over forty-five? <laughs> you know, it's like a Hang Dog, you know that kind of thing. And I, I just thought, Ugh. so he just felt like he had the mung last night. So we just said, you know what? Yeah, Droopy, Droopy. Just call me Taylor Heineke. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. He's Carson Wentz. Ron no, Rivera wait a second. Will join wait a second, Susie. No, no, no. You're not Taylor Heineke because, as you said, you've got trophies. I, you've got championships. You've He's got three everything. and one. Yeah, so you've got to be. I'm one or no. You know, I don't know. There's something. No disrespect to Taylor Heineke, yep. but like, you know, that backup position is a little bit. I was yeah. just trying to pull the show together, TJ. You <laughs> know what I mean? I'm just trying to say that Ron Rivero, the uh, head coach of the Washington Commanders, will join us coming up next. Huge win for them. Great win for them. And, you know, I was so funny when I was doing my five minutes of research for the night. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to lie. 
Please all don't these, tell Tufo. All these, uh, oh. I know, right? <laughs> all these TV people, they, they look at you and they talk, and they, it seems like they know what they're talking about off the top of their heads, but they're reading prompter, right? So that's what people always say, like, how do you remember so much when you're sitting in the anchor seat? And I say, they're, they're reading prompter. I'm glad you brought that up, Susie Schuster, because, you know, in, in lieu of, like, trying to sound bitter or anything to any of these other sports shows, we don't have any of that. We no. don't have... Teleprompters. There's no prompter here. The stuff that we say is coming straight off the top of the dome. When we're pulling stats, when we're pulling old stuff, it's like that. We don't have a researcher. It's like you know, we had Glenn Powell come in. I I like him. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Uh And he (laughs) he was talking about Tom Cruise sending out uh, cake to different people every Christmas. The Dones coconut cake is that what he said? Yes, that he sends he sends to some bakery with the recipe and has them make it and then. Rich was like, well, you know, you should use that picture. And, and Glenn was like, I don't know that Tom's ever eaten cake. And right off the top of my head, I was like, wait a minute. The Outsiders that came out in 83, Tom Cruise was in the movie and he was eating chocolate cake during the scene. And that's the last time he had chocolate Probably, cake, by the way. But Glenn, after the interview, came up to me and goes, I, that was an amazing callback. And I was just like, I just have seen that movie so much. So, yeah, we don't have prompters. We, no, don't, we don't have, have prompter. that stuff here, man. Prompters for babies. Right. We don't have prompter, and the reason why I'm telling all of you this is that I'm going to read you something. <laughs> because I'd like to be like, hi, everybody, Ron Rivera's four and five. Oh. I mean, the fact of the matter is I'll read it to you. It's the second time in three seasons that he's taken a Washington Commanders team. Uh, I mean, can we say Commanders for three seasons? But with a losing record on the road to hand an undefeated team its first loss of the season, the Commanders entered the game with a four and five record, went up to Philadelphia, handed the Eagles their first loss following an Eight and zero start. That's pretty incredible. There's something that he does as a coach, and we'll ask him like, "What is it? And what's the best piece of advice you've gotten?" Because I love the fact that I like to see somebody undefeated go down. I mean, I, I appreciate those years with the Pats, and we had that great run with the Miami Dolphins. I get it, but there's something really satisfying about watching a team on the way up chop the head off of the king on the top. Especially for me as a Cowboys fan, you're talking two of my three or four least favorite teams. So I was, I had a conundrum that game, but I was probably low key rooting for the Washington football team. I would imagine that you were. Jimmy Johnson's got a new book coming out. Okay. Why don't we call him tomorrow? Can you do that? Speaking of Cowboys, I can call anybody. I mean, your Rolodex is incredible. I'm shameless. I'll call anybody. Doc Rivers, by the way, calling in. Nice. He better call in because I know where he lives. And then Dan Patrick's going to call in. DP, are you with me? DP's going to call in just to kill some time. And and I was so appreciative. I pinged him last night. I was like, hi, Dan. Tap dance, <laughs> tap dance. But uh, I'm happy to have him call in. Tomorrow, Jeremy Schapp will call in to preview nice. his E60 on the, the band is on the field, which is also tied in with Ron Rivera because, of course, he was a linebacker for Cal I for that know, game. I, first time I knew that it was Right this moment. See do what I you're doing? To, you're educating me. Do I have to tell you everything, TJ? Well, maybe not everything, <laughs> but some stuff for sure. What else can we talk about today? How about Titans Packers, Derrick Henry? Yeah, Thursday night football. Aaron Rodgers, Thursday night football. You never know what we're going to get on Thursday night, Susie. That's the thing. It's so... Uh, some can of you these say crapshoot? I mean, that's a, that's a can, tough one. You can I say just pretty did. much anything on yeah. Roku. Right. So, I mean, except for those words that George Carlin said that you can't say. That is a whole different ball of wax, <laughs> and I'm not willing to go there. Well, it's not. But yeah, I mean, like, we're still new here. Yeah, let's not wear out our welcome yet, right? Hi, everybody. Hey, yeah. shout, shout out to all the people at Roku. Yeah, by the way, Roku let's not Joe, wear out our Joe. welcome on one show. Come on, poor Rich is already feeling crappy. I don't want to like you know. I don't want to give him a heart attack while he's sitting in bed. I'm sure with two dogs, you know, sitting there staring, hoping that he's, hoping that he drops something right on their laps. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, we've got a good game, maybe tonight, maybe. right? And then what about this game in Buffalo? What about the thunderstorm, the thunder snow that's supposed to come in? And yeah, I mean, the last time the NFL was forced, let's, let's pretend that I know this off the top of my head, right? <laughs> the last time, TJ, the NFL yes. was forced to move a game was in, not, in 2014 with the Jets and the Bills. I mean, I mean, see, there you go. I had to peek oh, down. But wow. yeah, that's the last time they had to move a game. Three feet of snow expected. The NFL right now investigating their other possibilities. Of course, in 2014, that game was moved to Detroit. Detroit. I believe it's available again. But I mean, can you imagine? Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Those fans will show up. Oh, Those yeah. fans will put on ski suits for days. 
They will sojourn through the snow to get to a football game. No Absolutely. better set of fans for cold weather, except maybe you could say Green Bay. That's what I'm saying. Like when you hear that they're thinking about moving the game, and I was just like, well, okay, that's just for the on field purposes because those fans are going to come to this game. They'll probably come the day before and shovel out the stadium if they ask them to. Bills Mafia is just insane, and I mean that in the best possible way. So I, fans are going to come. But then I saw a really funny meme on Instagram. I think today. I know where you're going. <laughs> Probably saw it. It was a bunch of like, there's going to be six feet yep, of snow. Yep. But Kyler Murray and Nick Chubb are both 5'11". So it was He's just like. Singletary. Yeah, there was just a bunch of memes of like, you could see like snow and something under the snow, but not really poking through it. Like It was, it was uh, Chubb celebrating. He's like sticking out of the glue. By the way, cue the sideline reporter. Hey, everybody, I'm standing next to this giant snowbank that's over my head. It's it's really, really crazy. Back to you. Right? I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? I think I had to stand next to a snowbank in Colorado one time. I mean, it's something humiliating like, boy, I know a lot about the game, but let me stand next to a snowbank. It's going to be a great live shot. You know, that kind of thing. I sense that you miss those days. I really don't. I really don't. But I have, I mean, I had one game that was so cold in How Denver. How cold was it? That's cute. So cold that I went to go, and this is when, Sh- was Shannon Sharp? Let me think. What year? I mean, this is like way back in the day. It was Shannon, I think. Okay. Well, it was like, Denver, come over. Yeah. Huh? Well, if it's Denver, yeah. Yeah. And I just remember saying, here, come warm your hands up over here. And I put my hands a little too close to the blower. The, and, and, and they burn, And my gloves burned off. You're welcome. First of all, I like the fact that you're working, you're doing sideline, and you're worried about Shannon Sharp keeping his hands warm. Like that. No, about, no, he was worried about my hands. Oh, he was worried about, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I'm not worried about Shannon Sharp. <laughs> I'm worried about number one, and it was so cold. It was Denver. Denver's not, it's not a bomby place to do a football game. Uh, Greg Olson was calling a game on Saturday, or su- yes, Saturday, Sunday. And I can't remember what player it was, but they got really close to the heater. And that was something he said. He was like, you know, you got to watch out for those things. You can't get too close. He goes, I once burned the rubber off the bottoms of my cleats once by putting them too close to the heat. So I can see you burning your hands. Yeah, it was not a, it was not a good thing. Let's talk about who else is on the show today. We've got Nick Bosa calling Nick Bosa. in. Uh, I know that he did an interview with Rich. We're going to have yeah, that, on, that was on, on tape. Yeah. So he called in, not calling in. Also, Stephen Colbert. I mean, I think that's an interview that Rich would get really giddy about. You know, he's going to try to sound cool. He's going to have like the Rich Eisen composure. But I know deep down, he's kind of psyched about it. Like he's a little fanboyish. I would imagine. Well, you know why? Because it's his new favorite thing. Oh, pickleball. Pickleball. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many pickleball leagues now. There, I mean, the the amount of leagues that are popping up, the amount of celebrities that are purchasing pickleball teams. I mean, I, I've been hearing rumblings that they're talking about this as a potential Olympic sport. Uh, somebody called into Dan's show on the way down here. I was as I was hurtling down <clears throat> the four hundred five with my coffee in hand, and we know how you drive. Fast. I was only going 81, and I was keeping <laughs> pace with the traffic. Were, you, were your hands on the wheel for over 50% of the drive? Well, she said she's holding Which coffee, hand? So. Which I, hand? Your dominant hand. Which hand? I don't know which one's dominant. Um, One hand was on the wheel. <laughs> okay. So you got one hand on the coffee. By the way, I've got, the I brought my Yellowstone mug because Notice we that. are back in business, nice. baby. I'm so excited. Twelve million people watched that first episode, something like that. And they better because Beth Dutton is my spirit animal. The best character. I mean, Beth Dutton, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I've never seen it. By the way, heads up, (laughs) we're all over the place today. (laughs) Jay Fell, she is crazy. She's insane. She is gorgeous. That is my type. Okay, I have so much to say about that. Is that because she unrobes all the time? Is that because she's saucy? Is that because she's just, willing to? It says more about him than it does yeah. about anything. No, else. So I, just, just say that. Please, I mean, she's everyone's type. She's the hottest character and has a thick, gorgeous British accent too. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen the show, so I'm not sure who that is. Oh, it's pretty special. It's pretty saucy. It's pretty dark, but 1883 is also amazing. The, the the brother show that goes with it that Sam Elliott stars in. I saw an episode There's a of that third one, one too, right? They're doing looks like Harrison Ford with Harrison Ford, yeah, which I'm very excited about. Name drop. I work with Sam Elliott. He is pretty special. Like <laughs> he's Elliott, yes. everything you want him to be. That's who we should call it. 
Oh, that's a great idea. I think I'll see if I can get him to call in tomorrow. I've got great ideas. I spent, you, you have great ideas. I spent some time with Sam Elliott because he was on the ranch. So, oh. Um, I got to meet him there, and he once called me one of his friends. And I got to tell you that uh, to this day, that's kind of made me feel good about myself. By the way, and he would mean it. He it would seemed mean like it. he did. He's not one of those guys. Like, he's not an actory kind of guy. To get him to comment on Brockman's mustache. Does he have a mustache? He, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen him yeah. watching? No, I don't watch. I listen in the car and call in. <laughs> no. should, the amount of times I'll randomly get a text from Susie during the show about usually something about Rich is either what he's worn or something he said. It's just, oh, yeah, she's definitely out there paying attention. Well, what happens is, well, 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 what I was saying was, what happens is I'll get in the car and I'll turn it on for a second. I, I go through the Roku app, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I listen to the show, and I do. I have a, a, a trigger finger to that goes directly to Brockman or to TJ, and I'm like, by the way, <laughs> and that's just terrible. And like, imagine what it's like being married to me. How awful is that? Can you imagine you go to work and your wife is like, ping, ping, ping? Like that would be so miserable. It see, it would be miserable, right? In normal circumstances, if anyone's like, you know, kind of nitpicking your work I'm not saying you're nitpicking but when well, you have someone at home that's doing that who has also done what you've done and also has uh, more of those gold statuettes than you do yeah, i would I have do. to imagine that that would be particularly <laughs> kind but i'm sure rich looks at it as just you know constructive criticism to help him get better Right, and also one of us has a seventy-week TV job, and one of us just fills in when her husband's <laughs> under the weather. So there's that too. Yeah, had too much but like nizzle. I said earlier, the, the fact that he could tag you in—like, who has that? Right. It's not a lot of husbands and wives. Hey, I'm not feeling great. You got this? Yeah, yeah like, who, amazing. Who could have done way, that in history? Like Lucy and Desi, the Captain and Tennille, uh, you know, Fred and Wilma, Sunny and Cher, Sunny and Cher. <laughs> So we have multiple poll questions today. And because you brought that up, that could be a poll question. Who's your favorite? Because I want calls today, people. Yeah, get on the line, folks. calls. Terzo, we know you're calling Jeff from Detroit. Yeah, I like calls, people. Alan Dallas. Alan Dallas. Where are you, buddy? And so, and and other people, because I have two things I want to know. Number one, who's your favorite, like, you know, Sonny and Cher? Joy and Regis. Regis. Oh, that forgot. How could I forget about Regis? That's a good one. Joy. That should have been number one. More importantly, here's what I'm fascinated about. I now have to take Xander to Lizzo tomorrow night, right? Because Rich was, that was his date. And I think, you know, I told him he's going to shut it down. Xander was really looking forward to going to Lizzo. By the way, so much. And Xander said, Mom, I don't want you to take me. You don't know any of the songs. So I might get punted for his dance teacher. But. And then we're going to SCUCLA on Saturday. Okay. And I told Rich, I'm like, you're not going. You're shutting it down for Sunday. I will take the kids. And by the way, I love the Rose Bowl. But here's my question for you. I don't know if that was serious or not. What? If you really <laughs> love, oh, the I Ro- love the Rose Bowl. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, I love the Rose Bowl. It's the most beautiful place to watch a game. Also, even better, the people who run the Rose Bowl are very kind and have um, invited us to go on the field. So it's like I get to kind of live a couple old memories. My first live shot ever after I lied to get my first job was in the Rose Bowl. So I have a lot of good memories of being there. But I digress. Here's my question for all of you out there. And I want to talk to Dan about this. Taylor Swift broke the internet the other day, right? I tried to get tickets to Taylor Swift, which is at SoFi here in Los Angeles. And people were texting me like, hey, can you get me tickets to SoFi because Rich works at SoFi? I'm like, Rich doesn't work at SoFi, number one. <laughs> the network is next door to SoFi, number two. And number three, no, I can't get you Taylor Swift tickets. I can't even get them for myself because the internet crashed for mm-hmm. all of us out there who had a code to try to get in, whatever, some code. What concert, TJ? And I want to know this from all of you out there. And Jay, same with you. I want to know what concert would you spend the entire day Ruining a day of your life, one day on the planet to get tickets for. What would be the concert at any time? So this isn't like I can go back in time and pull somebody. This is like current, like right now, today. I don't know. Just this is an off the rails edition. Right, what do you want to do? As of right now, today, no one. Do you know how many people sat there all day and they're angry? Yeah. The vitriol, the anger I over sitting there it, and waiting. Yeah. I wonder who Doc Rivers would wait for. <laughs> I mean, look, if you could give me a concert where well, no, I got to, I was fortunate enough to see Prince. So I saw that. I mean, obviously, if I could somehow conjure up Michael Jackson back. Then, yeah, I would sit on line or on the phone all day one. for Mike or Biggie or Pac, you know. But other than that, you know, maybe I don't know. There's I mean, not a there's not Oz, a whole Ozzy lot. Ozzy Osbourne from the past. 
you know, I don't want to see him now, current version, but... You don't want to see the current version. I mean, did, he was on. You saw him, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it wasn't so great. By the way, I'm trying to get Rich to buy the crazy train, you know, the I want a drop coming in. Yeah. I think that would be a good drop, don't you think? Right, it would, in it from would break? be perfect. Right, I think, not a break, not a drop. What's it called when you ramp up for a, uh, when you come back in? What's uh, it called? Oh, you're asking a bumper. Yeah, I, it's a bumper. A bumper. By the way, I'm, I'm so a, glad I'm Mike Hoskins also. had that one. By the way, what's happening over there? You're supposed to know the terminology for... I, I, I'm uh, Del Tufo's wife. I come in a, when he's not feeling good, so... <laughs> All right, 2000, 2008, 2022, when it comes to the economy, these are scary years. Dotcom crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now, one thing is certain, it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity that they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need in one place. So how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer is NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automatic business processes, and easily easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say that they improve their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. What are you waiting for right now? NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash RichRadio right now. NetSuite.com slash RichRadio. NetSuite.com slash RichRadio. Ron Rivera joins us when we come back right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number, sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. And we're back on the Rich Eisen Show. Freezing in the studio today, by the way. It's really it chilly. I'm it's just always saying. cold in here. So that's why we're always wearing hoodies and jackets. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, such a good thing that, it's such a good thing that Brockman showed up and that he brought me a hot coffee. Wait a minute. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where's Chris Brockman? And there's somebody else there so, in some kind so of crazy here, mustache. I had to grow a mustache. That's why. <laughs> What's with the mustache? Uh, you know... I think I said it in passing that I was going to do it for November on right? here, and right? then I'm just kind of sticking to it. I don't think it's very popular at my house. I dig it. Is your upper lip warm? or? Yeah, I mean, that's the only part that's warm. Wow. <laughs> no, not a fan? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told mean, you just to rock the beard. Come back the beard game. I'm not used to seeing this much hair near your face. It's been a while. It's, I mean, I had the huge beard, but that was like six years ago. Yeah. 
But how Sarah uh, feel about this? Like I said, I don't think she's a fan, but she's I think she's coming around. No, she's not. <laughs> I mean, there's still 14 more days left in November. Oh, by the way, November. by the way, by the way, she's not coming around, TJ Jefferson. She is not. I mean, look, I I, I adore you. I think you're a great guy and a, a Thank you. and a terrific human being. I'm might right buy you a razor right after this, but uh, I have plenty of razors at home. I mean, it's just, I don't because I got to do the head every day. Why do guys like um, Why do guys like growing facial hair so much? What is it about the ability to grow facial hair that makes men feel manly? Because you can. Yeah, I think it's because you can. Yeah. Why do you do anything, Suze? Because you can. Mm. And I think when it comes to facial hair, not everybody can grow facial hair. Yeah. That's true. To be honest, you know, you see some of the guys out there like uh, Steph Curry still can't. You know what I mean? He can no, score. He can he, score. He can score fifty, Look, but he I, can't grow facial hair. My beard hides stuff. My beard is glorious. I'm going to tell you that. But I would go clean shaven if I could exchange that for some Steph Curry jump shot right. ability, or like right. a date with Halle Berry. Like if Halle Berry saw you at the Air mm-hmm. One, where yeah. you frequent. Uh, first and, of all, I almost like, just cursed on air at you, and it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I like you, sir. But okay. you know, if you just shaved that beard, we could go on a date. You would do it. Halle Berry? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't make it out of Air One. First of all, I've never been in Air One. That's the first not true. Ever. So if I saw Halle, it would be in like Ralph's or Vaughn's or on the, depending on the day of John's. Pretend he's not bougie. I saw her in Bristol Farms. Does that count? Bristol Farms. Bristol yeah. Farms. That counts. Yeah. That counts. I can't, I can't look at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel next to him. <laughs> I'm having a real Feller, a hard time here. looks great. The first time oh. Feller said, oh, he said he looked like a narc. Yeah, I don't trust him anymore. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like he, if I do anything, he's going to tell on me. I feel like he's going to deliver me a pizza. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which, by the way, sounds kind of good about now. Can we get serious, guys? We've got Ron Rivera on the phone. Yes. I don't want to yeah, like you know take true. too long. Want, yeah. and, and by the way, like he's 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 calling in it momentarily, and I and I just feel like we want to get time. somewhat. Well, yes, because you know, and this is this is uh, something I was learning about last night when I was cramming for the show today. In five minutes. In, in five minutes was that he loves the Madden rules, and one of them is being on time. Right. Very, very important. Right. We're kind of so, loose with that around here. I don't know if you know this. By the way, I haven't been on time for about 50 years, but that's neither here nor there. So let's, as Greg Gumbel would say, no, wait, no, wait. As Brian Gumbel, who, who, let me think. No, James, Brian, no, James would probably say, let's move on. That's my segue. Is that good? If I did the Brian Gumbel. You'd take, you got to take glasses off. Let's move on. And then you got to write in a notebook. To a coach who unseated an undefeated team this past Monday in Philadelphia. We go now to Ron Rivera, the head coach of the Washington Commanders here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. And I want to say thanks so very much for joining us and thanks for taking the time. No, thank you, Susie. I appreciate this. So what, what did you figure out against the Eagles? How were you able to stop this undefeated team? Well, one of the things that we, we've been working on is running the football and, and you know, getting um, – you know, having Brian Robinson back and, and really just kind of working himself back into shape uh, was something that we really felt could be a, um, a, uh, a, a thing for us. You know, trying to keep control of the ball, time of possession, we felt that would keep Jalen Hurst off the field. Makes a lot of sense to keep the best player off the field, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Has your Most team co- Sorry about that. Has your team turned a corner, do you believe? Well, I think we're, we're putting ourselves in position that you know, we can, we can play to that standard. We can play like that, you know, if we play to our abilities and do the things that we're capable of. And, you know, quite honestly, running the football is one of the things that I think we can do well. Let me ask you about your quarterbacks. How's Carson Wentz doing coming along? He's been coming along well. You know, he's, um, he's been cleared to throw the ball. He was throwing the ball yesterday. He'll throw it again today. We haven't cleared him yet uh, to, 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 to return to practice. Um, you know, and it's one of those things that just obviously – takes time and uh you know we'll see how he is after he throws it today yesterday he came he, he finished up uh, he didn't have any uh, ill effects this morning he was he was fine got his treatment and so he'll uh, he'll throw again today and what about taylor heineke i mean he's gone three and one with him as the starter but what are you liking the most about his development as a young player well you know one of the things has really been his, his you know the way he plays you know he, he's he's a um he's a kind of let it all hang out type guy um, you know, he's learning to be a little more patient. He's learning to take a little bit more of, of what's being given to him by the defenses rather than just trying to force the throws. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he's aware uh, a little bit better in terms of pass rush, so he's been dumping the ball, getting the ball out of his hands. Um, so he's not taking the big hits that he, would, he took last year. 
Um, and the one thing I love about him, Susie, is I, I love the way he plays with that, uh, that underdog mentality because his teammates feed off of his energy. So what do you do as a head coach when you've got two good players and you've got two guys who can play at a high level? How do you use your gut to decide who's going to lead your team? Well, the biggest thing, obviously, is, is, is listening to the players, you know, watching them, seeing how they respond, see how we're playing. And, and, and that's right now one of the things that, you know, I'm leaning on, um, you know, is that I've got a guy right now that's hot. It's uh, yeah, it's awfully hard to go when you uh, when you're looking at two players when somebody keeps going, keeps winning, and the guys rally around them. I mean, how do you take away? How do you how do you as a coach decide that you're going to make a change like that? Yeah, and, and that's and that's the thing that you know, I, believe me, it has, has honestly kept me up. I mean, I've thought about it a lot, and, and it's something I you know I knew I would face eventually as a, as a head coach, that having to make a decision on, on a player like that. What's the best piece of coaching advice you ever received, and who is it from? Um, Coach Dicka, uh, he told me a couple of things that I stick to. He says, Ron, don't ever let anybody on the outside make your decisions for you. Um, he said, because when you start doing that uh, and something goes wrong, they're not going to take the responsibility. And then John Madden told me, don't ever forget, you're the head coach. Everything will start and stop with you. So make your own decision. So I had two great, two Hall of Famers basically tell me the same thing, and that's really go with you know what I believe in. And he told you to be on time. I know that as well. <laughs> yes, he did. That's one thing Coach Madden did tell you. I want to uh, pass along our condolences from Rich and from myself on your mother, Dolores, passing away this past Halloween. We were all so moved watching you after the game uh, with your players around you getting emotional saying that your mother would have been proud. What was it like for you in that moment? What was going through your head? You, you know, it, 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 it's kind of crazy, Susan, because you, you, you never really get a chance to grieve in, 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 when you're in the NFL unless it's truly the offseason. Um, you know, I lost my brother when we, we started training camp in 2015, and, and I really didn't have a chance to grieve it and until the season was over. Um, I had an opportunity at the end of that game, you know, and, and just thinking about her um, and realizing that she would have been proud. Um, but at that moment, I, I really couldn't speak to the guys. And I did. I went into, into my office and I had, my, I had a private moment, um, which was great, which really was. It was very cathartic. Just to hear the players say, we're with you, coach. How did that make you feel in the moment? You know, it, it, it made me feel... Um, supported. It really did that the guys were there, that the, the players were, and coaches were there, our staff was there. It, 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 felt, it felt right. It really did. You know, I was listening to Jimmy Johnson this morning on Dan Patrick talking about all that he missed uh, with his own family because he was with his team families and missing things with his kids, missing things with his wife. And, and can you just talk to us about what it's like to live a duality, to have a family that you're working with as a as a coach, but also with a family at home? You know, it, 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 he coaches so true about that stuff because there's so much that you do miss, the little things, and, it, and, and I do kind of liken it to, to, to somebody that was in the military because, you know, when my dad eulogized my mom, one of the things he, he said was that, you know, she really raised them by herself most of the time. And I, I feel like that to a degree with my wife and, and kids, um, that Stephanie has, has done so much you know, while I've been busy. Um, but I will also say kudos to my wife, too, because one thing Stephanie does is she demands for family time. She didn't, she demands for her date night. Um, she demands for her daddy Fridays where, where she would come bring the kids to me and, and I would be able to spend time with them um, on those Friday afternoons after work. So, it, you, you know, I was very fortunate I have somebody like that. So it, it, it's tough. It really is. And, 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 you know, and sometimes I do, I do deal with a little bit of the guilt. Before I let you go, we'll talk about the 40th anniversary of uh, the band is on the field game. Obviously, you are a <laughs> linebacker against John Elway. Five lateral passes in 23 seconds. We're going to have Jeremy Schapp on tomorrow to talk about the E60 doc that's coming out. But what is your greatest memory from that? And, you know, of course, I have to ask, was it an illegal forward lateral? Oh, nothing was illegal. Everything was perfect above board. Are you kidding? You could have drawn up any better. Um, <laughs> um, just the euphoria of winning the game. You know, there are our rivals, and, you know, Stanford is. And, and, and when you look around college football and in the NFL, when you have a rivalry game, 
you know, it, and I likened it. Um, you know, there's a there's a nice little book that that's been written that, that came out called Five Laterals and a Trombone. Um, and the neat thing about that book is, you, you know, and, and I said it when I was interviewed for it is that the neat thing about it is Stanford. It, it, it's like your brother. You know, you 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 want to you, you you know you you want to set him straight. You want to. If you get into a fight, you want to beat him up, but you don't want to hurt him because he's your brother. And, and there's a lot of respect, I think, between Cal and Stanford, and, and, and that's what I think makes the rivalry so special. It's like when you watch Michigan, Ohio State, you know, you watch Auburn, Alabama. You know, there's these types of rivalries that just are very, very special, and it's kind of neat to be part of one of them. Yeah, I'm taking the kids to SCUCLA tomorrow at the Rose Bowl, Ooh, so that should be a lot of fun. Just last thing, what do you remember from watching the band storm the field, from watching the kids storm in the field. What do you remember in that moment? Of course, it was 40 years ago. I mean, I don't remember what I did yesterday, but still, what do you remember? No, that, that, that memory is very strong. It, I, I do remember seeing Kevin Moan crash into the trombone player in the end zone going, we just scored. Oh, my God, we just scored. So that, that, that was, I, I can remember that. I was standing on the sideline watching it as it unfolded. So, Can't thank you enough for your time. Have a great time out this weekend. Cool. Thank you, Susie. Thanks for your time. All righty. Bye-bye. He's a class act, isn't he, Chris Brockman? 100%. And it's crazy to think that, like, Ron was on the 85 Bears, right? Played for Mike Ditka. And he was in the band. out on the field game. <laughs> what a football life this guy's led. He has met everybody. Yeah. He knows everybody. He met John Madden when he was 15 years old, walked up to him in Monterey, said to him, I'm going to be a football player someday. And then cut to, we just had him on the Rich Eisen show. Amazing. And, <laughs> and the Washington Commanders are playing good football right now. Yeah. They've won four out of five. They're now suddenly in the playoff mix in the NFC. Uh, Taylor Heineke is doing some things for them, and it gives them a new life and kind of a, an injection that their team kind of desperately needed because it was spiraling, spiraling really out of control this year. And uh, – they're back on track and they're, they're you know, so is there off the Eagles. The C word, the controversy word, is there a quarterback quarterback controversy? I don't even think there is one. I think it's Heineke's gig. Yeah, mm-hmm. Until Heineke something goes really wrong or you know, God forbid he gets injured or something, but this guy just does something and ignites the, the his teammates that Carson Wentz clearly hasn't done. He gets men to follow him, and, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's got the drip. How do we feel about that, TJ? That them kind of copying the the Vikings deal. With you the know, drip who is the, the player on the Vikings who like got really offended by the fact that they did that? Like, first of all, let's be honest that that was Ryan Fitzmagic's gig to start with, right? He was the first one kind of oh, doing yeah. that. Yeah. So if you're biting anyone's style, it was his. But yeah, why not, man? Go out have fun. You won a football game. I just thought that the funnier optic was you know them flying coach with you know trash bags full of ice and beer sitting in. <laughs> In, in that is table. a short flight from Philadelphia to Washington. Yeah, that is true. And he's going to drink like a, minutes, and he's going to drink like an eighteen pack in that in that time. That's some, yeah, that's a Wade Boggs level type stuff <laughs> right. right there to Taylor Heineke that I you know you have to respect. Also, Chris, <laughs> when we started the show, Susie said you know she got called in because Rich is under the weather, and she's like the Taylor Heineke, and I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like no disrespect to Taylor Heineke, hey, but like Carson Wentz, <laughs> well, because Susie's got statues, she's got accolades. I'm like, she's a little bit higher than us just calling in Taylor Heineke, but I couldn't really find the right, you know, quarterback Good to question. represent what it was, to, was to be able to call her. I was trying to create a narrative here on Roku. <laughs> I was just trying to create a narrative. You're the starting quarterback for our show now. Could I be the Tom Brady to the Drew Bledsoe? That I mean, would be I'm just, I'm more just accurate saying. Than, than Heineke, I would think. I'm just yeah. thinking. I'm spinning yeah. wheels here, live on the air. <laughs> that's all we've hey, been doing for 40 that's, minutes. That's what we do. We've been doing this for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which brings up me. You know, I'm the air of bone that I have to pick sometimes. Oh, Chris, you know, here, we here we go. No, here we go. We take a break first and no, do this it'll be, it'll be quick, this because I think we'll all agree with okay. this. You know, on social media, you always see these people who are, content creators and influencers and Mm. like we're creating 15 hours a day of live unscripted content why are we not content is anybody paying attention though people have to pay attention yeah those people get paid a lot of money (laughs) for some reason Susie. and what we just did juggling for 15 minutes like no one will ever call us content creators but that's what we do every day maybe it's because we do it so we don't need to call ourselves just updating in real time we have 484,466 subscribers on youtube and we thank every single one of you we are glad that you are here for this today. Creating content. 
How are you? We're creating content right now. Nick Bosa ahead here on the show today. Dan Patrick here ahead on the show today. Stephen Colbert on the show today. I mean, that's Colbert. It's kind of exciting. It's a pickleball, a pickleball conversation. <laughs> and I am asking all of you to tweet in and call because I am so fascinated with this week's Taylor Swift situation yeah. when she broke the internet. Did you get because you get people him? were waiting all day. Did, did I get, get Taylor Swift? Yeah, she's calling in. T Swift's calling oh, no, in. Oh, no, no. That would be the biggest flex of hey, all. By the way, Chris, Chris hey, would that surprise you, though? If Susan Actually, got... no. Not at all. No, hey, that's why Tay. that was a legit question you it's had. It's Susie Shoe. Would you text no. in? Hey. <laughs> Not at all. Del Tufo hey, would be so jealous. Del Tufo would be wait, jealous. Wait, wait, wait. How's it go? It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. I'm like, that sounds a little familiar. You're asking me to sing a Taylor Swift song? Oh, it's no, one it's a great I, song. It's one thing I can't do. Oh, no. I can do that's impressions. Also, that's some also songs. like a thing on like TikTok and Instagram where it's like, you know, I buy too many sneakers and it's like, it's me. Yeah, it's I'm me. The problem. Hi, I'm, yeah. Oh, exactly. Is that what, okay. Yeah, that's what that's got That's T Swift, baby. T Sizzle. Okay. So I'm asking all of you to tweet in, to call in, text in, whatever. I'm so curious about would you spend a whole day wasting a day of your life to get tickets to a concert? And if you were willing to do this, what would it be? Some of the responses we've gotten on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Twitter's on fire. Beatles reunion, Garth Brooks, Led Zeppelin, Elvis, Queen with Freddie Mercury, Red Hot Chili Peppers, All right, Foo we're Fighters. Gonna, we're going to come to that, and we're going to give the people <laughs> yes. credit for taking the time in their busy day to tweet in. But first, yeah. we're going to take a break. This is the Rich Eisen Show on Roku on radio. Don't go anywhere. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed you can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on WestwoodOneSports.com, via Westwood One Station Streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. Chris Brockman, sneaky good game tonight here at Titans Packers. Yeah, you know, really interesting game. Uh, Green Bay, you know, that's kind of been the narrative this week is they're back on track. Aaron Rodgers look good. Christian Watson, like breakout game. Breakout, yeah. And... Uh, the running game's been nice. Um, Randall Cobb, I think, is going to be back tonight. And then you got the Titans, who are just nobody ever talks about. You know, Mike Vrabel just kind of does his thing with his, you know, crazy cartoon uh, clown house that he's got going on. And Derrick Henry is just throwing dudes out the club. And Ryan Tannehill's back. And we still don't really know any of their receivers, but they just kind of plot along, win games. They're in the playoff mix. And. Really curious to see what kind of goes down tonight. Like, does the Green Bay, does the momentum 
carry over from Sunday into this game and Aaron Rodgers starts looking like Aaron Rodgers? Or does Tennessee just kind of grind the life out of them running the football and, you know, it's kind of a methodical, low-scoring game tonight and they just kind of sneak out a win like they always do. I'm really curious to see what happens tonight. If I'm Vrabel, I'm just like, here, Derek, here's the ball. Keep running. What do you do, TJ? I mean, look, coming off of that Dallas game, right, the running game for the Packers did look really great. When you've got those two hosses back there, man, you know, that's a luxury, obviously. But I think that something snapped inside of Christian Watson. And I think, you know, Chris, that's the moment. You had such a bad start dropping balls. Even to the game, he dropped two balls against the Cowboys to start the game. But when you get fed like that and you get to kind of go off, that's got to do something inside to you. And so, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm rooting for the Cowboys. But when he caught that first touchdown as the ball was in the air and I saw it was going to him, I literally was like, please, kid, don't drop this. Because I know <laughs> mentally yeah. what that could do. He would just get stomped. Now, I, I wasn't in favor of him catching two more touchdowns as the game went on. But I, I think maybe now this team has turned the corner. I always say Aaron Rodgers makes throws that I've never seen anyone else make. So if the running game is moving and now he's got some trust in the receiver or two, if I'm a Packers fan, I got to be excited. And that's the thing. Green Bay is now four and six. They're right there. They're the ninth seed right now in the NFC standings. Uh, they're behind the commanders. We just talked to Ron Rivera. They're a game back of them. Uh, San Francisco's five and four. You know, they play Monday night. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. Like the battle for that seventh seed in the NFC, I think, is on. You know, yeah. a lot of people think that Seattle's not going to hold on to their lead in the NFC West, that San Francisco is as they get healthier, is going to eventually catch them. So, you know, let's assume that for the sake of this conversation. And now it's Seattle, it's uh, it's Washington, it's Green Bay. Can Atlanta get in the mix? Can Arizona get back in the mix? All fighting for that one playoff spot. And it is going to be a dynamite second half of the year when it comes to this. It's going to be great. And if you could put that back up, Mike Hoskins, if you could put that one page up with the standings, I wasn't expecting to see the Bucks at five and five, the line, uh, the Rams at three and six. I think they're getting their QB back from concussion protocol, I believe. Yeah, but it's it's almost too little, too late for the Rams. With Cooper Cup going on IR with the ankle injury. That's just wondering, like, what can they do offensively to move the ball down the field and to score points? Like Cooper Cup has just been everything for them this year, even with the struggles of Matt Stafford, the running game has just been non-existent, non-existent, a carousel of guys uh, from Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. And now Kieran Williams is getting, is getting his run. And it's just, you know, I'm kind of ruling the Rams out now at this point. I think it's, you look at the teams with four wins and the teams with five wins, Tampa Bay is there. I mean, I, I think they're going to hit their stride as well. That's kind of been the talk all week, TJ. It's yeah. the 12s have gotten right. Aaron Rodgers has gotten right. Tom Brady's gotten right with two straight wins. And they play in the worst division in football, uh, arguably. So I think the Bucs are fine. They're just going to roll. Remember when they won the Super Bowl two years ago, they were 7-5, and five, mm-hmm. and everyone wondered what was going on. Yep. Here they're 5-5. Five and five. We're kind of having those same questions. But you think as they get healthier, Julio Jones scored a touchdown in Germany. He looked good. As the run game comes along, looks like Rashad White is going to take control of that backfield, TJ. Mm-hmm. And that's your guy, man. That's my guy. I, I, you I, were I, preaching him from preseason. Yeah, he was my Ramondre Stevenson like you for yeah. last year. And I just think it's going to come down to those teams that we just mentioned. It's Seattle. It's Washington. It's Green Bay. Uh, sadly, I don't think I have faith in the Falcons. But I think it's those three teams for the final seed. It's going to be really fun to watch. Like those two QB12s in the Bay you know, I know a lot of early in the season people were worried and they were down. You can't count. These guys are just like heavyweight boxers, right? You know, back in the days of boxing when heavyweight fight when fights went fifteen rounds, you know, like that's a long fight. There'd be sometimes Ali wouldn't win every round if you watch an Ali fight, but come thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, that's when he got his strength back. That's when he hit his stride. That's when, you know, he couldn't be solved. And I kind of feel like Brady and Rogers are like you know, they're, they're old-time heavyweights, and you just you can't count them out of a fight. Last night, by the way, speaking of the 12s, Cooper was in bed. He was trying to read one of the programs that Rich brought back from Munich oh. in German. So here he is, <laughs> an 11-year-old, trying to read this, and, he, and he's just doing, you know, and he's like, 12s. And he said 12s in a German accent, which I really appreciated that he went the extra, he went the extra effort to try to sound Germanic. But... Guess what? He's like, Mom, can you read this to me? I'm like, no, I can't. 
But, but you speak several languages, I do. so it's like possible you could have, you know? Yeah, I can say ausgezeichnet, which means amazing. Oh. Ausgezeichnet. That's about it. How many letters is that for the word amazing? So like, many. Like amazing is what, seven letters? Like, why can't we get, like, correlation? Like, seven letter to seven letter, you know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I, don't think, sound, I don't think it works like that. It sounds difficult. What are we doing? Yeah. German is always like the most aggressive sounding language anyway. Like oh, they yeah. could be saying the most pleasant thing in the world to you and it makes you want to like take for cover. One like, last like thing on this amazing. game. Like, the ice duel. <laughs> One last thing on this game. Guten Morgen. The Packers are favored by three. Should, should they be? Wait a minute, who's the home team today? It's I, in Green Bay. It's Tennessee at Green Bay. Should they be favored? You know, Chris, the thing about the Titans is you don't know what Titans team you're going to get. You're going to, you true. can, one day you're going to get a 230 yard, you know, Breaking other men's souls, Derrick Henry, and then what do you have last week? He had less than like 50, 50 yards, yards yeah, rushing. One of his worst games of the year. You just right. never know sometimes what you're going to get with this squad. Take so your heart pills and, and buckle up. So that's a exactly. yes. You think the Packers should be favored? Probably. They're they're on a little bit of a roll. I would think that that, that was a big win. I mean, a roll. They won one game, but. Well, yeah. speaking of breaking souls, Nick Bosa coming up next on the Rich Eisen Show. He'll so do don't go too. anywhere. We'll be back right after this quick break. Susie, that was well done. That was nice. Did you like how I just that was nice. I dragged you there because I that thought was TJ nice. was going to start. I thought he was going to go past the break. No, no, no. no, no I will say TJ's gotten a lot better about that. Right. Yeah. yeah. He what seemed you- like he was expounding on something. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute. I better rescue us before we lose our radio audience. Well, you know, when I first started, like for the first month I was on air, I didn't have any. I didn't have an earpiece. I didn't have a monitor. I kind of knew when the radio outs were. You have but, a clock, but you wouldn't really look at yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> you know, so I've come a long way. I'd have to say, yeah. You have come a long way, baby. I was like, wait a minute, how am I supposed to know anything? I don't know, I'm over here naked. <laughs> you're, you're just there to look pretty, TJ. Well, then you, you know? hired the wrong candle? person for that. Yeah, where t- is the candle? Is the right candle here. lit? Sure, baby, come uh, on. What's Creek's candles? Well, because usually you, you have a whole ceremony to light the candle to start the show. Or yeah, is that only we, when I bring booze? Well, we just jumped right into the show today because <laughs> we didn't yeah, know what we were doing. Well, we had, to, we had to keep the show afloat. I mean, we've got Rich home, yeah. feeling under the weather. Brockman was expanding our reach. Somewhere expanding the brand, Coming Sorry in without that. coffee, I would have brought him coffee. I brought, brought coffee. Donuts? I brought croissants. But, uh, croissants. but if I stopped for coffee, I would have been even more late than I already was. I mean, so TJ and I were holding it up. We, held we were, it down. we were, right. you know, Fair. the weight of the world is on our shoulders. Chris, right we now. were, we were creating content. Yeah, we were, content we were content creators. creators. That's right. Kind of for four hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, for something. I, I know I'm influential in one place, and that's at my house. So a lot more rich eyes and show when we come back. DP will be calling in in the eleven o'clock hour. That'd be two o'clock on the Eastern Time.